Advanced specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care developed groundbreaking minimally invasive techniques to treat fibroids, endometriosis, and other GYN conditions. In response to growing concerns over the coronavirus, CIGC now offers e-visits. We know GYN conditions don't stop affecting your life. CIGC wants to be here for you as you seek options to find relief from debilitating gynecologic symptoms such as abnormal bleeding and pelvic pain. With telemedicine options now available, book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. That's InnovativeGYN.com or 888-SURGERY. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Now, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, hilarious actor, comic, writer. Yes, sir, Lester. We're going to be talking to you in like a little bit here. First, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. All things comedy. Google it and uh, never worry about laughing again. Hey, we got Advice Corner and Fiery Four. We got a pop quiz coming. Great show. And as always, before we get to my guest, yes, sir, Lester, time for the Waterhouse Update brought to you by H2O. The water with a prize in every bottle. NFL Chiefs lose. They tried a field goal where the snapper was curly and the holder was mo. Ravens win again like a fat German in a hot tub. They just keep coming at you. Saints come out flatter than Sherry Shepherd's Earth. Carolina saw snow in Green Bay and got on the heated bus a quarter early. Browns beat Buffalo in a game both teams' fans left early. And finally, Oakland squeezed by Miami like a cat getting past a hot sconce. That wrap-up sponsored by Talcoholics. Get addicted to dryness with Telcoholics. College football! LSU beats Bama. Nick Saban's forehead veins turn into a relief map of the Mekong Delta. Minnesota upsets Penn State. Gophers were as irritating as actual gophers. Appalachian State beats South Carolina and then took a secret bus back to wherever the hell they're from. And finally, Arkansas fired coach Chad Morris after they lost to a Swiss tour group. That wrap-up sponsored by Acetaminophan. Blow the aspirin right into your face with Acetaminophan. NBA! Celtics Gordon Hayward injures his hand. He's rushed to Boston's Queen of Guinness Stout Hospital where he was told to shake it off. Miami's Dion Waiters had a panic attack after eating marijuana edibles. They suspended him. I'd put him on defense immediately. NASCAR! A flock of chimney swifts flew smack into the windows of the NASCAR Hall of Fame building in Charlotte. A pit crew resuscitated... A pit crew resuscitated... NASCAR! A flock of chimney sweeps flew smack into the windows of the NASCAR Hall of Fame building in Charlotte. A pit crew resuscitated them in 9.8 seconds and sent them on their way. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1972, the place, Paris, France, Australia, and Great Britain tie for the Rugby World Cup. The cup is given to Great Britain after they sing 
way filthier songs. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Ice Cream Scones. Get the drier, thicker cone you've always wanted with Ice Cream Scones. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, great comedian writer, you know him from Showtime's killer series, Black Monday, and a bunch of other stuff, his edgy gregariousness on Twitter. You gotta love him. Yes, sir, Lester. Yes, sir. How are you today? Edgy gregarious? Yeah, I thought I'd give it a shot. Yeah. I couldn't get uh, resuscitated out of my mouth. <laughs> I thought I'd give this a shot. Gregariousness. Uh, I'm good, Chetty. How are you? I'm good, man. Listen, I always guess the athletic body type of my guest. Yeah. And you have the body type of a flyweight who has never been hit. You, you got a pretty face. Like you're, you got a natural sort of lean back center of gravity. You don't yeah, look yeah. like uh, you, uh, you've ever been hit in a fight in your life. Oh, my God. You could you could not be more wrong. Really? I, I, I would say I've spent a majority of my life getting punched in the face. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, so you it became a, a hobby. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because you look fantastic. No, yeah, I know. I Here's the thing. You learn how to take them. That's what people uh, don't. People don't teach you, you know. No, nobody teaches you. Yeah, no. A lot of people take them head on. I I see it coming, and I start turning into the punch, you know, or I turn out of the punch, so... They don't get they so, don't get as yeah. much, but they still get you know they can still dislocate a jaw easy. Velocity decreases. Yes, in the punch, exactly, exactly. And which has got to be great uh, background for a, a career in show business. Oh, yeah, now absolutely. you're from Georgia. Yeah, Marietta, Georgia. Like born and raised. No, I was born in Miami. We lived in uh, we lived all over. So I was born in Miami. We lived in Cincinnati for a second. Santa Rosa, California. Fresno, California. Then I spent like my my the biggest chunk of my life and like formative years in Marietta. So who do you root for? Are you, you root for the Falcons or yeah yeah root for any of the Georgia so teams? So my mom's from here. My mom's from Berkeley. So she actually uh, raised us as Laker fans and Niners fans. So, wow, that's so, an interesting combo. Well, especially Niners right now. It's like the best. It's yeah. it's been the best. It's been in a long time. Absolutely, you know? that's yeah. the San Andreas fault pairing. Nobody yeah, does exactly. That much. Yeah. <laughs> No one does. Yeah. Well, you know, my mama. Like, I hate to be like this, but she also. It's not like she's not like a sports fanatic. It was just like who was flashiest at the time. You know, she likes flash. Yeah. (laughs) So then, like two years ago, she was just like, "I really like the Warriors." I was like, "No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) Like, you can't do that now." Yeah. It was unbearable. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, you can't change affinity like that. No, no. You can change if your team moves or if they right exactly if they go in the toilet with like some weird regime change. Right. Exactly. But you can't. uh, So you're still with the Lakers. Still Lakers, wow. I'm still Niners, yeah. But she she tried to pull it, and she was like, "Well, I'm actually from the Bay," and I was just like, "Stop, yeah, just stand whatever you're doing, stop." Yeah. Don't even pull the Cal Berkeley card. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, don't try to pull some esoteric <laughs> yeah, crap exactly. on me. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so now superstitions. Do you have them when you root for the uh, 49ers, or oh. do you have to fight for your life here in LA uh, as a 49er? Fan? Well, here's Probably the thing, both. like uh, a little bit of both, but it, you know. My biggest bummer is is my superstitions are that anytime I watch my teams, uh, they lose. So my biggest I know the feeling is I can't watch them. I literally no. have to like check online. But Ten I minutes can't watch every the score app. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the way I watch bummer. the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, can't do it. Yeah, especially basketball. Yeah, I oh, know it's it's impossible. And here's this is the first time I actually was lucky enough to go to. Uh, I was invited to the Laker game a few nights ago when Anthony Davis scored forty points and they won. And that was 
I've been to six in my life, and that was the first time I had ever seen them win. Wow! And I was I was in shock. I was like, I'm either gonna die on the way home, or like, <laughs> sure, someone's gonna chop off LeBron James' leg in the parking lot. Like <laughs> sure, I was just right. like, it's impossible. It's impossible that LeBron nothing bad is gonna happen. Shot by ricochet yeah. bullet. <laughs> An assassination yeah. 12 blocks away hit a light yeah, post. Yeah. Nail LeBron. I saw one Laker game my entire career, Yasser. Uh, they played the Bulls. Yeah. Michael uh, Jordan scored seven points. He was dribbling off his thigh. He missed a wide open. He played like me. I don't need to see that. Oh, my God. That's worth it. That's, that's horrible. It's actually, it, no, it's worth it to be like, I'm the only person that's ever seen Michael Jordan score seven points. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. that memory brought to you yeah. by Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow and incognito. Yet never guess we're plumbers. So uh, that, that's it. Now, what is your uh, best athletic memory of your entire career? You're a lithe oh fella. You gosh. look like you could pr- uh, be a pro golfer almost. You got that yeah. whip it like. Uh, Did got, you play? Did you play I in played, grade school? I I played all kinds of things. Here's the thing. Like, here's the here's the big tennis, bummer maybe. about Yasser. Never tennis. Never tennis. I I get I get discouraged very easily if I'm not good at something like perfect for comedy. Very, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. But the thing about comedy that that sucks. That that's great and sucks. The thing about comedy though is that you could you could do stand up three times in your entire life, but show two for just like you know by an act of god you could crush you know what i'm saying and that's enough to keep you going there's so much volatility in it and it's so yeah, unpredictable whereas like true. basketball you will just not be good for seven years for long, and then eventually time. get good yeah. you know so comedy was enough that it was just like i was just doing okay enough each time or like every other time but like basketball i played for like three years and i was just like god like i didn't hit a growth spurt for real till I was 17, and then I hit a real one, real one, when I was 21. 21? So I was small. I was, like, a very small, skinny, like, like here's the thing, because I was, like, even if I was tall and skinny, it would have worked, but I was just tiny. I was just, like, a yeah. tiny boy, and, like, what no one tells you is, like, when you get to high Great school. Great album title, Tiny yeah. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, this yeah. portion of the broadcast is sponsored uh-huh. by Late Bloomers, uh-huh. which is an adult diaper. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Send me some. Uh, so I, uh, I because I was I was tiny for so long, and like no one talks about this, but the summer from eighth grade to to ninth grade, everyone becomes a man, and like everyone becomes a woman, and I didn't. So it's yeah. like I got to school, and I still was a child running around, and it was you know just watching like because I also played football, like I you know like I I, I played enough things, I was athletic enough and fast enough. That, like, I could kind of float in between things. Right, right. So, so when did, everyone became adults, I was like, oh, I, I'll die. Did you come back at, like, ninth grade and just look around and go, what happened to everybody? Yes. Well, because, like, <laughs> like, you remember, like, everyone, like, had, like, thin, like, really wispy mustaches. Yeah, yeah, it couldn't go and then you, And then you come back to high school and everyone, you know, they have, like, beards and tattoos. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> did y'all all go to jail? Like, what yeah. happened? I ran track in high school and the, uh, the field events. Yeah, yeah, those guys drove themselves to the yeah. meet. <laughs> Sixteen, the discus throwers driving everybody to That's the meet. It's great, and they're shredded. And like, I was just like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not in the business." A, a it's already like embarrassing for me being tiny. But like, there's, you don't want to be the person long jumping next to essentially Michael Johnson. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm right, like, you're right. just like, I can't, I can't do this. So, 
I quit all that, did skateboarding. So to answer your most athletic wow. question uh, is I did a – this is so stupid. I once did a kickflip into a nose manual, which is like balancing on, on the front of the Holy leg. Holy yeah. crap. I don't even know what those means. And, and I wouldn't try. Here's the thing. It's not it, – it's a very – it's not the most basic move. But, like, at the time, like, it was – now skateboarders have gotten phenomenal. But, like, back in the day, like, you whip that out at a party. And that's like, oh, we got a yeah, but, keg uh, stand. <laughs> Give this dude a keg stand. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a skateboarder in Georgia is like the Pope in a mask. That's oh, yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, you're alone. Like, yeah, there was, like, that's seven football country. of us. Yeah, there was – yeah. <laughs> whole, oh, yeah. Well, state. that's why I started hanging out with them because I was just, like, the high school I went to, like, there was no black people as is. It was, like, very few as black is. people. Yeah. <laughs> so they were, like, if you, weren't, if you weren't good at sports and you weren't rich, like, you just had to be black and hang out with skateboarders. Which wow. is, I was just like, all right, here we go. I guess I'll learn because I had no other options. Wow, that geographic tip brought to you by Pinocchio Hose. Nevada's only all puppet oh, brothel. Man. Now, uh, let's talk your career. Let's Where's dive he right in. Where's this thing that nose? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the nose knows. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, you slide into comedy. How do you mm-hmm. get in? You, uh, what 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 your head said? Uh, this this is the path. I, I weirdly I, I was watching. There's two. <laughs> this is such a weird answer, but there's two comedy specials that were defended. Or there's technically four, but the two biggest ones were. Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker. I remember laughing so hard that I was like, I, whatever that is, I want to do that. And the second one was Eddie Griffin's Voodoo Child. Yeah. And at the end of it, he did an impression of um, Michael Jackson smoking crack <laughs> for like three and a half minutes. And I was just like, that seems like a good job. Yeah. <laughs> at like 14, I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to do stand-up. And then I saw Wanda Sykes Half Hour on Comedy Central. And then... uh and then, like, Patrice O'Neill, and I just, like, I kept watching, you know, there's just, like, all, all the people of that class, you know, who all did, like, they did, like, Comedy Central half hours. There was a, a run of uh, half hours that HBO did in the early 90s, I'm sure you know about. I'm familiar uh, with yeah. the, several of those guys. Yeah, yeah. So I saw those and were big fans and uh, are a big fan of those. And then I was just like, I'm going to, I guess I'll try it. Where'd then you I, go, Atlanta? I uh I drove into Atlanta and I tried to do uh, uh an open mic at a place called the Funny Farm, which is no longer around. Um, at nineteen, I remember I opened on a joke about how I didn't want to turn forty because I didn't want my prostate checked, which feels like that's probably <laughs> that's not a joke we really talk about anymore. But uh, but also again at nineteen, I looked like a child, so I was just like a little boy running around being like, I don't want my prostate checked, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so like, I literally, like. You know I, what we're going to do? We're going to close the club. Yeah, like truly. I, I, <laughs> it was the club. Don't I'm, let the kid back in. I, I, I'm the only person who's ever experienced silent booing. You know, like, <laughs> it was so bad. I remember I got off the stage, and I, I really wish I could remember the dude's name, but he walked up to me. He was like, nigga, that was terrible. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> Like no advice, just like I was like, all right, thank you. Yeah. Now I'm told by 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 quality young comedians that uh, that uh, that Chris Rock special, a lot of that material you you couldn't do today. You could, I I mean, maybe he could. Yeah. But like a new comic trying to mine some of that uh, area, it it was so. 
things are so different now, kind of politically correct, that you may not be able to get away with some I, of that I stuff. Actually, I actually don't feel, and it, you know, I'll take the stance that if you are funny, people will laugh. It's 99% of the time people being like, you can't say this. Uh, it's just they didn't find the funny version to say it. Yeah, right, I, I, right. I, I mean, that Chris Rock special, I mean, he opens on a school shooting joke, and it's hilarious. If you go back and watch it, it's hilarious. You can watch the new Dave Chappelle special, even though in that special he's like, you can't say anything. He's saying all of it, and it's still very funny. Yeah. You know? The new new Bill Burr special is hilarious. These are all the things that people are, like, freaking out and being like, you can't say it. And you're like, no, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're just some psycho on a Reddit thread. (laughs) Like... (laughs) But, like, other people have figured yeah. out how to make it funny. Right. You know? People who do it for a living yeah. have a shot at it. Yeah. Now, then you slid into the Carmichael thing, right? Yeah, you started, yeah. You, you met uh, Gerard. Is that yeah, yeah, Gerard yeah. Carmichael? Mm-hmm. And then, then he gets it, uh, it kind of blows up for him fast. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Not fast in terms of his whole career, but, yeah, yeah. like, pow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was still, I mean, even in terms of his career. like Because he was one of, like, the first six people I ever met, like, in LA essentially like uh I landed here and then he was here a few months later and we just, you know just became homies but like you know I think everyone around him like and he knows it too we laugh about it still but we're all just like wait what happened he's like I don't know <laughs> like I remember like even though it was like a cheap car like he was the first person to like roll up in a car and we were all like whoa you got a Buick you know like get out yeah like, <laughs> So, but I mean, like, and, but in, in terms of like the grander scheme of like what he's doing now, then clearly it wasn't that quick, but like he, uh, you know, he got a TV show on NBC and like, and you wrote it, right on it. Yeah. And I I mean, it was, yeah, it was wild. I mean, like I had done other show, I had written on other shows before that, but that was like, it was the first one where it was like my, you you know, cause we, you know, you, you know, enough comedians, but like. It's weird when it's, like, you or someone extremely close to you that, like, has, like, a little pop in in, right. in, in fame and or whatever. You know what I mean? So it was, like, working with him and being, like, oh, my God. Like, this is a dude I, like – it is a true story. Like, we – me, him, and Jamar Neighbors, who's another just phenomenal comedian, were at a show one night, and uh, Jamar had just gotten – uh, like a 1996 Honda Civic, and we're like, we made it. We all made it together. <laughs> yeah, we're at an. Open if we mic. died now, yeah. we could die happy. I mean, we die as millionaires. <laughs> so like, <laughs> we all go in to do this like open mic or like bad show. We walk back out. Someone had smashed out Jamar's windows and stolen his radio. I left my keys in there. I guess they thought the keys were to his place, and they were like also planning on robbing him. So I couldn't even get into my own apartment. So we all had to sleep at Gerard's place. And, like, he was just living in this, like, tiny studio. And, like, I remember he made us cookies. <laughs> and I was just like, we went from that to, like, yeah, you having cookies. a show. It's, it's You know, it's just, like, such a gigantic, wow. leap, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's, like, it's weird when it's, like, your friends or, again, or if it's you or whatever, like, so I think that was – it's like I went from that to this being like, oh, I need to an- – I also have to answer to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like right. – that's when it becomes weird when you're like, oh, this person actually controls 
if I get paid. Yeah, <laughs> you right. Know, hey, like, yeah. You can't turn to him and go, that ain't funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to find like, a yeah. different way to phrase right. it. Right. <laughs> well, luckily, here's the thing. With him, you kind of can. You know what That's I mean? That's great. Like, he's not, he's. That's he's, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's uh, a once in a, once in a generation talented young man. That anecdote brought to you by Buckshots, the deer-flavored tequila, and Scorn Flakes, openly mock nutrition with triple-fat Scorn Flakes. Now, you go from there. I can ask a question. Yeah, sure. It's so odd, you know, and, you know, first of all, big fan of the show. But Thank I you very like much. It's so weird how all of your sponsors are all, like, all of the companies decided to be named after, like, some sort of, like, pun. Don't you? It's it's weird. Yeah, huh? it is crazy. Yeah. I think they're just looking for an advertising hook. Yeah. Like, here's a straight-ahead one. Yeah. Uh, they come through every now and then. Gentlemen prefer gentlemen, the all-gentlemen's <laughs> gentlemen's club. Like, that's pretty straight-ahead. Yeah, ahead. yeah. But, but, still, but most of the time, yeah. I, think, I think they're trying to punt it up. Right, Because you know, yeah. they only got the, uh, it's like a five-second spot. Right, yeah. Fifteen bucks. If yeah, I yeah. blow it, it's seven fifty. Right, it's just where there's no, like, you know. So like, you got you to gotta try to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just got to punch them in. No, yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that level of <laughs> No, Procter and Gamble is not sniffing around play with pain. Now, uh, how do you get to Black Monday? Are you writing and performing on Black yeah, Monday? That's I'm, impressive. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is if people don't know, uh, it's a show on on uh, Showtime. That's crazy. That's about uh, about like Wall Street uh, a couple of decades ago. Yeah, Wall Street and the 80s. and 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 and, uh, and uh, it, it, first of all, what kind of whacked out set is that? Because the plot. Is crazy enough, yeah. and then you're on Showtime, yeah, which is just like adding LSD to Stumptown Cold Brew. It's just like <laughs> bam, here's a crazy show, bam. Now you're on our network. Go even nuttier. It's like what? Yeah, it's how awkward. is that? How is that whole environment over there? Writers room, a set, the whole bit. I you, gotta you'd find out. Be shocked how oh the creators are. Uh, uh, Jordan Cahan and David Kaft. Jordan wrote a movie called My Best Friend's Girl. David created a show called Happy Endings, another show called Marry Me. Uh, they're like childhood best friends. And so equally had their own success and decided to do this thing. Um, it's the weirdest thing, I think. And this is just for people listening at home, whatever. Like, I think that it's like when anything else that is made to be crazy and weird and wacky, hey, there's like a level of meticulousness that has to go into it. Like I think people are just like, you know, especially like when they meet like comedians, if like a comedian's like I, you know, got hammered the other night, they're like that dude or that that uh that lady gets hammered all the time. And you're like, "No." There was one joke about getting drunk like 7 years ago. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like the <clears throat> pardon me. It's like the Ron White thing. It's like people see him with the glass, and they're like, we got to give him heroin. It's like, nah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, sure. he's, I promise he's not always partying. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that, like, you know, because it is a show about New York uh, 80s excess and Wall Street. People are like, you guys must be, like, blowing rails. And it's like, everyone has a family. <laughs> Every, like, what are you talking about? We are about? trying to get it's, home by 7 o'clock. job. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, it's actually pretty calm, pretty tame. I mean, like. So much of it, it, so much of it is taken from you know books we've had to read on the time and blah 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 and like you know just stories that we've heard and you know some of the the people in the room their their parents did work on Wall Street at that time, which is weird because like they'll be like oh my dad heard that they and it's like your dad did it <laughs> your dad your dad didn't hear that your dad your yeah. dad had sex with a hooker exactly. you know what I mean like yeah there's a love scene in the John yeah yeah <laughs> over at over at Dean exactly, Witter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, like I mean, like you the cast, the cast is huge, and like I, I mean, just in, in terms of like the number of people on it, but also like the stars. It's you know, it's Don Cheadle, Regina Hall, Andrew Rannells, Paul Shear, Horatio Sands, Ken Marino, Casey Wilson. Like I mean, like crazy. It's good. It's, it's crazy, and they're all. And, it, you know, like, I, I started as just a writer on it before it was even, like, before they'd even, like, shot the first episode. And they're like, hey, we, like, we thought you'd be, like, funny in this one. I was like, oh, it's, like, nice, whatever. And then uh, I guess I didn't take into account that, like, I only, like, do acting things, like, kind of passively and that this was all of their lives. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I, like, come in and, like, there were times that we'd be, like, filming scenes and I would just be watching everyone be like wow they're good and it would be like my turn to talk but I was just watching yeah. as someone who was like I'm a fan it's like everyone's like you you have to do it too you have a line like, oh, okay now. yeah, yeah. It's um, like being a bartender, and then all of a sudden the bears hire you, and you have to kick a fifty. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, well, listen. That anecdote brought to you by Mona Visa. Get an enigmatic passport picture. Everyone will talk about at Mona Visa and Gullies when you need something smaller than a culvert. But wider than a ditch. Try a gully. Uh, now, uh, before we dive into some other stuff, uh, uh, how important was Upright Citizens Brigade for you? I know you've done some, did you, have you done a little bit of work there, uh, mostly stand up, or yeah, just that when they've like had me on shows. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't come up through. I was actually a you door didn't come guy. up through the ranks. No, no, no. I was a a door guy at the Improv on uh, Melrose uh, in Hollywood proper. Uh, for years, so I like, wow, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that was that was the best thing that ever happened to me. There's a there's a comedian Adam Devine who's like a you know sure like in very funny movies and stuff now. But I uh, when I first moved to L. A. his his roommate was a girl that I was really close friends with in high school. So just like randomly, we, me and him started hanging out because of that. And uh, I, t- I told him, like, you know, like, I was like, I tried stand-up once in, a- uh, in Atlanta, but, like, it's, like, my dream. That's what I want to do. He's like, dude, I do stand-up. Like, I'll get you a job where I work. I'm about to leave there. He was like, it's just so funny that, like, things happen this way. But, like, he was like, I booked a Taco Bell commercial. So I'm, like, set for life. I'm I'll done. never have to work again. <laughs> you can have my job. So I was like, wow. Um Thinking that I mean, like at the time, that was clearly like, the biggest thing we could imagine. Now he's like literally in every movie, yeah, <laughs> so, right. and, like on an HBO hit show. Like, so anyway, I took that job, and like, you know, like it was like people would like drop out, and so they'd be like, "You're going on stage," and you know, like that. that it was the best version of like anything. It's like weird when I hear like people that are like improvisers or this or like they had to take classes. It was just like I, that was the opposite of what I wanted, and also what I got. You know. That's impressive. Now, uh, for, uh, first question on the on the doorman gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, what do you go about a buck forty? Uh, do you, uh, right now I'm, I'm at like one forty seven. Oh, see, you're yeah. packing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're six you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, how do you toss a dude out of a comedy club? Oh man, you just here, it's got to be all attitude. Oh, that's and even then. Here's the thing, because they also <laughs> it's attitude, but also you're not dressed at the time. Their their uniforms have gotten a little better, but at the time it was like these big flowing shirts and pants. I just 
looked like I was swimming in my like father's clothes. And I was like, hey, buddy, you better relax. And they're like, I'll beat you to death. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go find someone else to handle this. You know, like I was, it was, it, it's just like, it, there's still a level of like, no matter who it is, like if you're like, I work here, you need to calm down. People still kind of respect that authority yeah. unless they're just like belligerent, which has happened before. Like, I mean, I never got like, again, most of my getting hit in the face happened like pre 24 years old. And then you just. So, like, after that, I've been cruising, haven't really been punched. But. (laughs) You you found the key. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also (laughs) ready for it. Solid 11 years. I'm ready ready for it at any time. (laughs) At any time. That's the key. People aren't ready to get punched, and that's when it happens. That's true. (laughs) So, you you can smell a sucker punch coming. Oh, my God. From experience. Spidey sense. Wow. (laughs) That is. uh, That right there is uh, the tip of the century uh, brought to you by Buster's Heavy Beer. Twice the carbs and triple the malt of dumb regular. Beer, get fat fast with Busters and Motorboats, the restaurant that's just a little more fun than Hooters. All right, listen to me. I got a bona fide big time comic writer and actor with me. Time for Advice Corner actual takeaway from the great Yasser Lester. All right, here we go. I'm going to ask you questions because you never know. Hey, Yasser, you were a kid once. There's yeah. kids out there listening to this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we may be able to influence them uh, to get in or out of show business. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Quick tip that helps you switch gears from writing room yasser to stand up yasser. What do you uh, What do you do in your head? Do you flip a switch in your head? I, I go on a walk. Really? Yeah. Just go on a walk. You know. It, it, what it, happens on the walk? Do you clear your head? Do you think about head, anything? I, I, sometimes yes, and sometimes no. I just feel like that. Like you, you just always need a palate cleanser. It's it's really hard to like. Not that it's hard to like switch gears, but performing is just such a different thing. You know, though you have to do a lot of performing in the writers' room because you need to like help sell the jokes that you're trying to pitch and blah blah blah. It's, it's selling to six people versus selling to sixty or whatever is just a different thing. And like, there's just a certain level of charisma that you have to have. So it's like I like to just like start fresh and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing tonight. That's like big Lebowski level shit there. <laughs> travel tip: You travel. You're on the road all the time. What's your yeah, best yeah, yeah. travel tip? Um, bring two pairs of shoes and bring uh two more pairs of underwear and two more pairs of socks than the amount of days you're going to be gone. Just in case. Just in case. You yeah. I don't know. I would add to that your uh, prescriptions, including oh, yeah. uh, Crestor and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you right. don't have to yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, yet. Exactly. When that finger gets up the butt, you're going to have to start worrying about it. Best advice to a white kid, and this is serious, who wants to write in today's Hollywood. If there's a kid going, uh, do, do, I, do I focus on, because it's a different climate now, do I try to write something that'll sell, or do I try to write something from my soul, or do I try to find a way to combine the two? White people have no problem getting jobs still. They, still, they, they no just problem. got it. There's, there's whatever that myth is. Like, it's smoke just, and mirrors. Just be white and write whatever you want. <laughs> And they will make it. I promise you. I've seen 17 movies this year where it's just all white people. Babe, you know what I'm saying? Like, is so you're a hey, white kid, you're fine. You're right. All right, good. Yeah. Good uh, for the uh, white kids out there. Black kid right in the day. What do you do coming up? Do you, do you emphasize any specific thing or are you still just come straight from the gut? Become the friends kid? with the white kid. Oh, that's good advice. <laughs> Learn uh, whatever that white kid's doing. Just, just get a job on it. Find uh, your Adam Divine. Yes. <laughs> All right. More important in a writer's room, lunch run or coffee run? Oh, here's the thing. I, I don't drink coffee, so I'm I'm a lunch run person. But here's what I'll say. The trick is, if you're in a writer's room, 
try to eat salad for lunch and then do the second, like, order two things, like a salad and, like, a protein and eat the protein later. But don't eat it for your lunch because it's just going to make you tired. So you're, you you got a whole, like, uh, body science a little bit, approach. you know. It's you know the way LeBron approaches. <laughs> yeah, sure, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The way yeah, those really? Ethiopians approach the the marathon. Yeah. They, well, I mean, they just don't eat. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if it's by choice or not. But. I don't know what they do. Yeah. They're incredible. <laughs> uh, last question: One tip for a young comic, male, female, regardless, yeah. looking to break in now. They're 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 starting. They think they got some time. Maybe they're opening on the road. They're yeah. doing that kind of thing, and they want to pop it up a level. What's the best best tip for them? It's truly uh, whether and this is discouraging, but also encouraging. Uh, Stand up literally has zero. Zero rules. I've seen people who are terrible become the biggest stars on the earth. I've seen people who are phenomenal never make it. It's just, it's almost just time. Just keep doing it because I've it, 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 it just happens over time. Like, again, the people that I know that were phenomenal, it's just that they quit too early, sadly. And the people that I know that should have quit just kept going. And, <laughs> and then, then, and then someone, they annoyed enough people universally that there was like, okay. <laughs> Let's give them a chance. And now, because that's the problem is that, like, I feel like this also. I feel like everyone has one good joke in them. I mean that sincerely. Every single person has one good joke in them. And if you can get that one good joke to enough people, you can convince them to give you a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. That diagram in Advice Corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Now, finally, it's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Sir Lester, these are sports takes hotter than Francis McDormand at a hotel bar. Harvey Weinstein just entered. Fire number one. Can James Harden and Russell Westbrook coexist in Houston, or do we have another Roseanne Sarah Gilbert thing on our hands? <laughs> we absolutely have another Roseanne Sarah yeah, Gilbert Yeah, it's thing. not going to work. And here's the thing is because James Harden has already established himself too much in Houston as their leader, and Russell Westbrook was the leader of the Thunder for so many years that there's no way either of them plays second to one another. And also, people – like. People just keep forgetting that, like, dynamics are dynamics for a reason and not – you can't just add something that you perceive as to be better to make it better. Like, you're you're actually messing up the ecosystem of what the team is. Right. You know what I mean? Too much nutmeg. Exactly. Yeah. Screw anything up. nutmeg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mussolini and uh, Franco realized that they couldn't get along. One of them had to go. <laughs> Fire number two! <laughs> Nothing like a World War II. Oh, right? uh, yeah. People love that. <laughs> Who's winning the college football championship, or do you not give a rat's ass? I, I got to be honest. College football of all I, – I, I like professional football. I, I College football, I'm kind of just it, – it's too hard for me. There's too many divisions. There's too many – like, I'm just like – I just kind of feel bad for all of them. <laughs> Just being taken advantage. It, it feels like to me, it's a sad thing for you. Yeah, it, it truly feels like someone kicking you in the ribs for twelve hours a day, every day for four years, and then they go. But on the other side of that, we'll kick you in the ribs, but we'll also give you seventeen bucks. <laughs> like it's just like, and that's right. the pros. It's like you don't make nearly as much as any other sport, and like you've already done the worst part. Like the worst part of it is in college because that's when your body needs to be resting the most. Yeah. Instead, you're destroying it. It's just, 
it's hard for me. So I I don't know LSU. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even expect an answer at that point. That was priceless. Fire number three. Uh, I've always I noticed in uh, like your pictures on uh, Twitter stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you, you have an eye for fashion. Uh, yeah. Who do you think is the best dressed athlete? Ooh, this is uh this is a good one. Now I will say because there there's I'm gonna have to give two answers. Yes. Because there's flashy and then there's classic, you know what I mean? Um I'll actually say uh who who I love fashion wise uh is is Sue Bird, uh WNBA player, Sue Bird. I think she she does she wears everything that I would wear, but it looks better on her. <laughs> In the same way that like Ellen DeGeneres. I feel like every dude who thinks they're stylish is actually kind of dressing like Ellen and doesn't realize Interesting. it. Yeah. yeah. Which would uh, probably break their hearts. Oh, absolutely. But that's why it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like you kind of are. Anyway. All right. So um, Sue Bird uh, wears Sue it Bird. well. And, and then, how about Cam? And then, uh, you, you know, here's the thing about Cam. I I love it for him. But I also like there's a there's a difference between taking chances and being idiotic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like most times I'm just like, OK, like I I. I it feels like he's in on the joke, which I don't ah. like. Russell Westbrook never feels like he's in on the joke. Russell yeah. Westbrook feels like this is what I'm doing. Cam Newton's like, it would be funny if I was, like, eating sunglasses. And you're like, that's not – I. I not even a you're thing. sick. <laughs> you're sick. <laughs> All right. Uh, and finally, fire number four. What athlete would you like to see as a Marvel superhero? Because I know you're kind of into the uh, oh, yeah. Marvel world a little I'm bit, too. I was, I was, I'm a little comic book boy. Um, what yeah, athlete, athlete would make would a good, I, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be muscle guy. It could be, yeah, no, no, it could no. be anybody. Yeah. Um, Alex Caruso from the Ooh, Lakers, the yeah. bald white dude on the Lakers. I just, I don't know. Wow. What, it would just be funny because the the issue with superheroes is that they're, you know, they're gods, right? Be it female or male they're all you're just like what this is impossible the idea of like a balding like kind of sunburned on the nose like (laughs) average height guy would be so funny but then he can like dunk and shred and do all these things that like none of us are expecting like i just think it would be so funny to have like a balding superhero (laughs) wow not bald because we have bald heroes yeah yeah, balding Balding, yeah nobody different vibe nobody's going with the jason alexander yeah (laughs) that takes balls yeah absolutely i'm going uh maria sharapova that fiery four brought to you by exasperilla the soda that tests your patience now uh i understand i think we got it to you Uh, do you have a a pop quiz for me i do oh this is great uh i won last week i think i'm seven seventy six and two I have two ties. Uh, I don't know how that can happen in a three-question pop quiz. Oh, because we split questions. Um, uh, but and we got a theme song here. Let's hear this. Boom, battle it, pop, 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 pop quiz. Oh, wow. <laughs> the harmonies. <laughs> yeah, they're hard to yeah, hear. Wow. You're the yeah, first yeah, one yeah. No, no, I, got, I have an ear yeah, for I doubled for that. Singing. A minor yeah, third yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question. First question. All right, I'm ready. All this right. is Yasser Lester, great okay. comic writer. Yeah, okay. And this is, and I hate to do it, but I, because I, me and my brother have a sneaker podcast called My Brother Sneaker. I'm going to ask you a sneaker po- or a sneaker question. All right, I'll do my best. All right. What year did the Air Jordan 1 debut? 1986. I took a shot. 85. Damn You're it. So close. Wow. 
Uh, yeah, look at Gary. Even he's impressed by yeah. me. Yeah, that was, that was really good. All right, next one, going into the comic book thing and Marvel movies. Uh, which actor was the most recent actor to play Magneto? Oh, uh, this will be a wild, complete guess because uh, there's the issue I have in comic books yeah. is that I, I was always confused as a child if I was supposed to start in the upper left and go, go to the box right or go down. And uh, conf- I don't have a great directional sense, so I got into sports and uh, uh, Who played Magneto? Uh, Jared Leto. So it rhymes. Yeah. I took a shot. Yeah, yeah. He played the Joker. The answer, ah, Michael Fassbender. Oh, the guy with the wiener. Yeah, the wiener guy. Yeah, the wiener guy. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard about uh, him. Yeah, yeah, people. <laughs> I heard about him. He's, he's winning the Lumberjack yeah, yeah. Championship. Well, I mean, from I, when you go to restaurants in L.A. and they go, like, we have table for wiener guy. You're like, oh, <laughs> Fassbender's here. <laughs> there you go. Um, sure. All right, last question, and then. We can mumble might... a few more double on down. Yeah. They might. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, go ahead. Last question. Right, I'm over two. Let then... me see if I can save my dignity. All right. Which singer as a as, as, which singer went uncredited as singing backup vocals on What a Fool Believes by the Dooku Brothers. Oh brother. Yeah, well it ain't Michael McDonald who went uncredited on several other occasions yeah. uh, at background for Sting and for other people. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. A lot of people don't know I have some musical. Uh, who uh, What a Fool Believes. Wow. Uh, Kenny Loggins. The answer Michael Jackson. Well, brother. Yes. And now, I'm going to blow your mind, because I was trying to give you clues that every single one of those questions, Michael was the basis for all of them. Oh, that's right. Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael Fassbender. Well, let let me just tell you this. You Uh, hooked in early. (laughs) If I could hook into stuff like that, I I would not be calling the weak-handed axe-throwing championships. Okay. I would be at the major league level. That pop quiz I went over three from Yes or Lester brought to you by Pandemodium. Get rid of your diarrhea and one chaotic blast with Pandemodium. My guest today, the hilarious Yasser Lester. Follow Yasser on Twitter at Yasser underscore Lester. Watch Black Monday on Showtime. Do yourself a favor. It's incredible. His fingerprints all over that. And catch him live, for God's sake, when you get the chance. Leave your house. Go do it. Yasser, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Visit JeffCesario.com for upcoming dates and stuff. His album coming out soon on 800 Pound Gorilla. Thanks to all of you for listening. Support my sponsor, All Things Comedy. Google it and never worry about laughing again. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be at the Pell Mell Casino in Spasm, Nevada, calling all the action at the first ever three man tumbleweed basketball invitational. Just like basketball, except the ball is tumbleweed. I'm guessing scoring just once is a huge advantage. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play.